Today on the Landing Space Podcast, we are talking about your side hustle and jobs that we've started or businesses that we've started that make you a little extra money that ultimately probably turn into more of a main hustle, I would have to say here. So that's what we're talking about, side hustles with the possibility of moving it into your main hustle. Welcome to the Landing Space Podcast, talking all things entrepreneurship and strategies for building businesses. Here are your hosts, Mark and Justin. As a kid, I think I was always at the point where I was starting a side business. My roommate and I started selling clothing when we were younger because I worked at Hollister and Abercrombie. So we could buy all the discount clothing cheaply with our discount and everything else. And then what we would do is we would take that uh, purchase that we made and sell it online. We got really good into it when they started discontinuing shirts. So Abercrombie, at the time I was there, which was like 2003, 2004, they were constantly getting sued for the clothing that they were putting out. They had these controversy shirts, all that sort of stuff. So shirts were getting pulled all the time. My buddy and I, who happened to be in charge of pulling those shirts, we realized we should buy a whole bunch of them before they get pulled, right? So we'd buy a whole bunch of these short shirts, and then what we would do is we'd jump on eBay and sell them on eBay. And we'd sell them for <laughs> double or triple what we purchased them for. Because they discontinue, there'd be a huge media push about how horrible the shirts were, which I mean, some of them were bad. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. There was one with these this girl holding these uh, watermelons, and these gigantic <laughs> watermelons, and just like, check out my melons. And you're like, yeah, it's a little controversial. That was an shirt? Oh, yeah, 100%. Green shirt, all that <laughs> sort of stuff. I ended up keeping one. My mom ended up throwing it away when I went over to go do uh, wash, wash clothes one time. She tossed it. I love that shirt. I never found it again, <laughs> but she totally went in the trash. Yeah, she burned that thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. But um, we would sell those shirts, and we'd make a killing off of them and actually be able to cover rent. And then um, that was one business I did. And now, as I'm an adult, another business that we've started has been a bounce house business. That completely started because of an accident. Um, we were rented a bounce house. Thought I rented a bounce house. Found out I didn't rent a bounce house. Uh, thought I rented a bounce house. Guy called to confirm. He's like, oh, I don't have your reservation. I go, I actually paid you for this. So I don't understand why you would have my reservation. I can go back and look at my debit card statement and see that I paid you for this bounce house. He goes, okay, let me check and I'll get back to you. Call him back a couple days later. He's like, oh, yeah, I see that you paid, but we don't have the reservation. I'll give you a refund, and we'll talk later. I was like, okay. And he goes, and I'll try to book us something out for you. I'm like, okay. He goes, but I'm busy right now, so call me back. Called him back. No answer. Couldn't ever get a hold of him. Ended up buying a bounce house yeah. and renting it to friends. And that, from there, has grown into a nice little side hustle that makes, like, I don't know, fifty to $60,000 a year off of just renting bounce houses. And that was one of those things I never thought that I would happen. What's a side hustle that you've done before? Well, I've done quite a few. Um, right. Well, going back in the, when I was still going to school and trying to get my education, I was working at, you know, just working at Walmart or, and like I was working at Singular Wireless, which is like AT&T now. But um, I was working there, but then I was, I was still kind of short on money. I didn't want to get a third job. So I basically started put an ad out on Craigslist like hey, I'll put together computers for you so I would buy shells of computers and I'd build people's computers for a fee so you know I'd build a computer for like 250 bucks I'd sell it for 325 yeah you know that was my one of my first side hustles and I actually 
um, continued it for several years. Now, since I've got my business now, I've established and learned from my mistakes as far as um, being in healthcare, trying to set up a, a company as far as how to make it be successful as far as diagnostics. And the side hustle I started was I have a lot of doctor friends. So I have a lot of friends that have are in healthcare, and I found my niche in healthcare as far as how to get something started. So my side hustle was doing consult, consulting with doctor's practices that are struggling to make revenue or make more profit. So I would go, they would pay me, um, basically, well, I charge a fee now, um, but it just started out, just a couple of my friends, I would go, hey, Mark, um, come and see what do you think I need to do for my office to get more income, because insurance companies keep dropping the, the reimbursements, so right. I need to add more more services. So that would be my thing, and you know, we we had like nuclear medicine, ultrasounds, things that Medicare and the insurance companies allowed you to do in the doctor's office. It doesn't matter what your specialty were. Um, you can do it anywhere, any doctor's office. So uh, I've got a list. I basically built a list of services that doctors can do in their office. And I helped a couple of my friends, and they ended up being a lot, you know, pretty profitable. So I started doing that since a lot of, you know, Word of mouth, they kept telling their friends and they kept calling me and I'm like, I'm not going to keep doing this for free. So I started charging a fee for it. Right. So, and I just kept adding on to the services. I, I basically give them consultations. I just listen to what they offered, what they were making and what they were willing to invest to try to get more, more um, business in. So I gave them that and I basically gave them some business plans of what services and helped them kind of, kind of um, network um, to the right people to get that, those things started. And basically I started, you know, started charging them for fees, just for a consulting fee. And now I've expanded to it because a lot of doctors, they don't want to, you know, I, I, I expanded to like building websites for their practice, marketing for a practice. And dude, I, there's so many tools nowadays that I use to where I think we talked about pass through income before. We have, yeah. And, yeah, and some of the f- services that I've incorporated in this past through, I use Upworks, I use Fiverr. For things that I don't know how to do, I'll charge a fee, just like consumers, you know, they, or any store. They buy these things at a price and they mark it up. That's what I did. I mark up other people's services because I'm the one getting them the business. Yeah. So, and I'm still doing it till this day. I do it and then, but I, I've got my hands in different things as well. So, I mean... You're, I think right now we're trying to eventually get this, I guess, wholesaling um, off the ground. And I want to try to get, there's more side hustles out there. One of the biggest side hustles that I know that a lot of my friends have been very successful in is rental properties. Yeah. One of the things that I've seen with clients is they will do something like wholesaling. Yeah. Wholesaling in real estate is when you find a property and it's not legal in all states. Happen, yeah. Happens to be in North Carolina that you can do it. Yeah. So I can go find a property, put that property under contract, hold that contract. And as long as I'm up and up and tell everybody, I can sell that contract to somebody else for a fee. Yeah. So there's a lot of distressed properties around Raleigh, Greensboro area. Not as much as there is na- or there are now, but there was a ton from 2008, 2009. So people would go find those properties. You have trustee issues. You have death issues. It's usually having to fix some sort of problem with right. that property. And then you can find it, you can put it under contract, and you can sell that property to somebody else. You can buy it yourself, you can flip it, wholesale it, 
um, whatever you want to do, but there's plenty of opportunities in real estate specifically yeah. in order to try to make a little bit of extra money. And wholesaling is one of those things that really doesn't cost you anything as long as you can get somebody to take over that contract. Yeah, and it's a lot of my friends that are have you know have businesses. No matter what field they're in, what industry they're in, they all have that same common thing of properties. Right. Because it's it's almost passive income for them. They you know, put it up with a property manager. They still make a profit off of it, especially when they already pay, paid for the whole, the whole property. Everything's pretty much all profit. So, but there's, uh, there's a lot of different side hustles out there. That's just one of the most popular ones. And that's one I want to hurry up and try to get into, especially now that, you know, properties are booming right now. Everybody's in our area. Everybody's moving here. Right. So if we can find some, some properties to where even multi-unit properties, I know one of my friends down in Charlotte, he just bought, I think, uh, uh, I think like a 50 or 100 unit per, um, apartment uh, complex. Yeah, par- yeah, apartment complex and stuff like that. And he got a good deal on it. But, you know, that's that's a lot of units that he's going to make profit off of. I mean, you say he paid basically like $4 million for that whole place. But you think about it, that's how long you had that property for and how many units. I mean, now rental properties, you get a, uh, an apartment, it's like 1200 bucks at the minimum. Right. You know, so and you think that, and you got, say, a hundred units times that time times a hundred. That's a lot of money eventually, especially when you pay that off. A lot of it's all profit. Yeah, that leads me to a good point. That in order to have a good side hustle, you need to be able to network and communicate with people, right? Because that's going to be key whenever you're trying to build the business up and be able to do it on the side. Is being able to have that clientele and that network of people that you're willing to talk to and go out. And honestly, communication and the ability to like pick up a phone and make the phone call stops you a lot of times from growing a business or even starting a business because you don't know who to ask and what you need to do. And there's plenty of opportunities like meetup is a great one to jump out there and just meet random people and get together. Yeah. I mean, you, you're networking with your car. Now you're doing the cars and coffee, right? Running yeah. I'm going cars and coffee. I just try to find victims. I mean, I, I mean, opponents to, uh, to race with. Um, so, <laughs> so, I like to go, I like to go racing, but, um, but yeah, I, there's a lot of people out there. There's so many people out there that don't even have cars. They set up booths right. and they're just there because they know it's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. There's and a lot. The, yeah. I, t- I texted you, but you know, it's free to set up a booth there. That's why that one guy was racking up and, and there was a lot of people like people that, um, that are not even into cars. There's just a random guy there that had his own like, um, mix like his own i guess exercise drink or whatever pre-workout drink that he had created and he had a booth there setting up samples and then he was selling them also if you wanted like you know there's different things that you can do but you know that's just one example i mean just going out to to conferences depending on your on your um on your industry i go to conferences and i network in those conferences quite a bit right that's a good idea another good another good idea is that you know we've got the networking aspect of it then you need to make sure that you're putting in the time to understand that the businesses you're going to start is needed in your area. Right. The, so you don't want to just like come up with an idea and be like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you put in all the work and you realize it's not going to work where you're at. Yeah. Know your competition. No, no, yep. Yeah. Know your competition, know your area, understand what's needed and what you can do. And honestly, it could be an internet business. I mean, you could jump on Etsy and do anything on there. But a side hustle just needs to be something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Something that you enjoy doing that's going to take up, that's not going to take up all your time because obviously you've got another job that you need to be working on yeah, and something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. And there's, um, come and think of it. My daughter, um, I think two years ago, it was two years ago. 
she wanted to try to make, design a business that was kind of passive income. So I bought a bunch of vending machines. Yeah. So me and her for a little bit, and she, we don't even do anything. I actually totally forgot that that I have some vending machines. We have like eight of them. We just placed them in random places. Um, some business owners that we talked to, and and I've got a couple in Charlotte that I totally forgot about. But that's a, that's a great thing about that side hustle. It's passive. I don't even know I have it. I have one dedicated person that refills it for me, and and I use that person for for basically he works for my other company as well. So you know I'm kind of double dipping on the employee, but it's I don't even know that it's there. And there's and now there's online marketing. Right now, so many people are doing online marketing for businesses, and it's so easy to do as far as, um, you know, you have all these social media um, platforms that you can utilize that for. And a lot of people are using it for, for automated, um, you know, side hustles because you can put an ad out. You can charge for your service. And a lot of people, I know what they do is they just put up a landing, set up a, a, a landing page and then put an ad out there on Facebook ad, and then it just runs automatically, right? Right. Automated. So... But that's one side hustle I know that a lot of people are doing, which I've I've gotten into that because I've you know I, I'm I'm still doing a lot of affiliate marketing, but I think a constant stable um, side hustle would definitely be my my thing would be real estate, real estate. I know it's people are saying oh it's gonna crash, it might, but people will still need real estate. People there are so many jobs out there that people are especially in our area, people are moving in here. It could crash, but it's not going to crash like it did when, what was it, like 2010, 2009? 2007, 2008 yeah. is when we had the crash originally. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not. I don't think it'll get down to that point, but still, you know, you want to buy low and sell high or buy low and keep it. Yeah. You know, so I think that's that's my goal now is to try to, try to establish that because I think that, you know, having I'm actually encouraged. I was going to talk to you about. It. I'm look, been looking for beach houses. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I've been looking for the past few few days now. So, but I mean, what other side hustles do you think? I don't know. There's plenty of opportunity out there. It's just a matter of figuring out exactly what you want to do. I mean, you could go buy yourself a trailer and start doing coffee at driving around doing coffee. If yeah. you if you have a passion about something, honestly, that's the thing. If you have something that you enjoy doing or you're passionate about, if you look at your life and you're like, man, I would really like to be doing this or I enjoy doing that, and it's something that you're passionate about, I think that exploring that opportunity and the business ideas that can be pushed through for that is key. Because yeah. you can really honestly make money a lot of ways. Like you you're, you like racing your car. You're making money racing your car yeah. and doing that now. It might not be a lot of money, but it's definitely a side hustle that can yeah, help like it. it's co cover some of the cost of you know your car maintenance and everything else with yeah. it. But looking at your side hustle, trying to figure out what it is, and then going step by step what you need to do for it. A lot of times, easy web design is jumping on Weebly or Wix, building on a website for it, buying the domain name. I always like to look to put together a list of names for the company before I yeah. start designing anything or doing anything business-wise. You come up with the idea, then you try to figure out the name, you see if it's available, jump on GoDaddy or any other sites, look and see if you can buy the domain name for it. As long as you can get the domain name, buy the domain name, I mean like 10 bucks to get yeah. the domain name, hold it. If you don't do anything with it, you still got it. You can use it. And then move into the next thing, which the next thing is web design, going LLC route, making sure you got an EIN number set up yeah. if, if that's the direction you go. Sometimes you don't have to. My wife started a side hustle. So she does uh, macro coaching, which is basically a weight loss by looking at your macros and doing all that. And she did that a while just 
passively through yeah. it. And then just this year, we set it up as an LLC. She got her um, fitness license. So now she's a certified um, personal fitness trainer. Tra- personal yeah. trainer. So she's doing that, running that. She's got her website set up and she's got 50 or 60 clients that she oh, runs no, through she's, there. She's busy. I've seen her. Yeah. She's just constantly with somebody. Um, so, I mean, with with everything that's going on out there, just don't, you just got to know your market. You got to know. And since you have a may, a primary business, you don't want as a side hustle, you don't want to overinvest on your side hustle and kind of jeopardize your primary, your primary business. Right. That, that's one of the key things that I, I've learned because I've made that mistake before. Yeah. As long as it's something you enjoy and it's yeah. something you do, and it's not going to take a whole bunch of time away from your other things like your family. Yeah, well, this right here, what we're doing is basically our side hustle. We like to do this. Right. You know, we're, we like to do this. We want to tell you guys how our success and failures spread the word to you guys. And this is something that we enjoy. And we, you know, we hope that eventually this will grow and become more of one of those popular podcasts. But it, it's going to take time. Patience is a, yeah. is key to everything. But enjoying, being enjoy, enjoying what you do helps make it different. And, yeah. help, and helps keep you coming and doing what you love to do. Yeah, because you don't see it as a as a job or a career, you see it as something that you want to do. Right. And as yeah. long as you can figure out a way to make money off that, I think that's the perfect side hustle for yeah, you. Yes, it's, it's stress-free when you do it. All right, well, that's it for our episode. Join us next time. Follow us on all of our um, the platforms out there for podcasting. Look up the Landing Space Podcast. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Landing Space Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Landing Space Podcast. Until next time.